The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey everyone, you are listening to Eyes Up Here podcast, hosted by my mom, the queen of extreme fancine, and our partner in crime for the two-man power trip of wrestling, Chad. My mom is an ECW original and the greatest manager of all time. But more importantly, she's the greatest mom on the planet. I can guarantee you that my mom is way cooler than yours. Hashtag heal. Seriously, please join our Patreon page. Because Disney is really expensive, and it doesn't pay for itself. Hope you enjoy the show. Follow me. We can talk about Gaga and and wrestling. Gaga? I like Gaga. Here's Mikey. Mm -hmm. Gaga's... Hold on. Here he is. There's Mikey. Oh, I didn't even do an intro for you. No, well, we're going to start the show. Here. We, didn't do, oh, we didn't start the show yet, technically. Mikey. Well, we're, we're starting now. Mikey, just tell everybody. Welcome to Eyes Up Here. Not here. With your special, over with here. Your special guest. Oh, over no, here. over here. Yeah, they're over here, but you have to look over here. It's backwards. I have two cameras on this thing. I have this one and this one, and the lights you're, are broken. So I need to remember at, which one. Two cameras? You're two camera setup? You're I'm, like I'm professional. You are a professional. <laughs> how are you? It's been a hot minute since I've seen you. What's going on? Fuck how I am. How are you? <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm living. That's I'm what here. counts, right? Yeah. Did I show you the picture? Did I send you yeah. the picture? Did Fuck you love you, it? Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh no, thank you. It's funny. Every guy that I've showed that picture to is like cringy, and then the girls are like, "Oh yeah, you know," and the guys are like, "Oh my god, I can't look. It's so disgusting." It was pretty like, bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. for the for the listeners, it was, it was pretty bad. bad. I had to go. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> okay. It was my stomach. It was my stomach. Uh, yeah, I saw the doctor yesterday. I saw my doctor, mm-hmm. and um, he just thinks it's going to take time. Uh, this will probably take. Twice as long to recover. Look at that. Oh, did you see that? I've been, uh... Do you even give a shit about me? You're flexing while I'm telling you my, my doctor visit info. I can multitask. How dare you? I'm ready. Oh, okay. All right. So forget about me. I want to know about you. What it's are you not... up to? What are you... <laughs> I love him. What are you up to? What's going on? I saw Nothing. you... I... No, come on now. I saw you... When did I see you last? Where were uh... we? Well, it should be scarred in your mind, so you should have an I idea. Know. I, I should, I, I should remember these things. I can't remember. We were at some convention, I know. Yeah. You were just as cheery as ever. No, um, it was down in, uh, down in Jersey. It was Jer- Oh, it was Jersey? Oh, God, that was November, wasn't it? That was a while ago. Was it? No, maybe. Or was it, was it for Moose? This is a riveting conversation for everyone to listen to. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's when Shane was there the when, when he brought. Uh, was it Monroe, New Jersey? Uh, oh, who the fuck trained him? Dominic. Dominic. That's when he brought Dominic in. He was sitting at the end of the table. Yeah. Oh, that was a while ago. So, what have you yeah. have you been working? What are you doing? No, no working. No I have, working. I have one match coming up February first oh. for Excite Wrestling in. Big oh my gosh, you're you're working, working, Just working. Uh, once. Oh, are you excited about it? Uh, not yet. Are, I have spurts going? where I get like, woo! Mm-hmm. Then I give the treadmill, and after an, like an hour, <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck was I thinking? Um, Stupid you, fucking move. Do you think you're going over or what? I what are your not. chances? <laughs> I hope not. 
I love it. It's for the All championship, right. so I hope not. Oh, then you're going to have to, like, go back every month and, and uh, defend the belt. Oh, there'll be none of that. You're going to be exhausted. Um, I want to know, I don't know much about this, so I wanted to ask you, how did your school come about? And tell us, name drop, tell us all the famous people that you've trained. Because I always knew you had a school, but I never really knew, like, when it started. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, who worked with you, stuff like that. People might not know this about you. So I'm not, I'm not doing the school now. I, just I know you're not doing it. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like a soccer club president and I'm like helping with well, Girl just, Scouts. Listen, I just it's asked too much. No, this is where I get hot at you because I just said, what are you up to? And you said nothing. And now if this is what people want to know. What are you doing these days? I talk about my kids and I went to the store. And they need to know what you're doing. We need okay, to well, know. Today, I woke up. My yeah. dog is sleeping up over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm off on Friday, so I just sit here. Oh, so no Girl Scouts today, soccer. No, we're, we're preparing because there's a big cookie rally thing that the girls have tomorrow. So there's a lot of preparation oh. for that that my wife does. So I have to. I have Listen, to be available. If I was you, I would eat all the Samoas. There would be no Samoas left. They're, They're not called Samoas. They're called... They're called Samoas. Caramel Delights now. Yeah. Oh, they changed the... It's, that's how long I've eaten a cookie. But I, I would eat every box of those. They, they are the most delicious cookie I've ever I think eaten. It depends where, what ba- I think they have different bakeries. I think it depends what bakery it comes from. But I thought they changed it because Samoan is racist. Oh, is that what it is? I thought it was just the strongest cookie. It was a Samoa. Cookie. Wasn't it called the Samoa, though, yeah. or something? Samoans okay. or Samoans are... Oh, they were so good. They're something. so good. I don't know how you do it, because I would eat every friggin' box. But anyway... I okay, have 180 so... boxes of Girl Scouts cookies sitting in my living room right now. How many kids do you have? Tell the people. There's like 30. 30? <laughs> no, no, that are actually yours from oh, your five. sperm. Five children. Okay, that's wonderful. That's like amazing. Five. Um, <laughs> it was so, are, yeah, so you just want to sell these cookies? Are you a leader? Do no, men my, wife, my wife is the leader. She's like okay. a service unit manager. And I just go, yes, yes, dear. Okay. I love it. That's More wonderful. cookies? I'll be right at the Lowe's. Don't worry. I'll be right there. That's awesome. Do you sit outside with a gimmick table and sell your cookies and try to, like, sell autographs, too? That's yeah, what I would do. It, it does bring that back. Because every time somebody walks out, you get, like, three or four old girls going, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? And then people, a lot of go, they go, ah. and they go, thank you anyway. Oh. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> thank put it you on anyway. Loop. Yeah, just put it on loop on a recording device. Like a... The people that piss me off are the rude people. Right. Who just like ignore look... them, like they're annoying. And I'm like, look, bitch, turn the fuck around and say no, thank you. Because they're little kids. <laughs> yeah. They're little like girls. Like six, nine. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's shit. great. I, I love that you're. A, it's not my fault. You're a fat fuck with diabetes. Oh my god! He's Buy so, a box of cookies. You're so loving and gentle. I, I love. Um, I love. <laughs> I would never think that Mikey would be like this Girl Scout father. Like it's Look, like I have this reputation to uphold. So I love it. Well, we're, myself like we're breaking, exposing you today. Hey, famous. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get back to your school. What um so what year did you start and like who worked with you uh training? Like two thousand nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. So we were still working. Oh no, when did you leave us? 
98. Okay. All right. So I didn't leave. I was just on vacation. <laughs> that was a, that was a hell of a vacation you took. <laughs> Yeah, three grand a week. Hey. I don't blame you one bit. I everybody that was says, the whole reason. Everybody always says, "Are you mad at all the guys who left?" I'm like, "No, they were getting paid. They had to do what was best for their family. So why would I be mad?" Yeah. You know. That, I mean, I missed. I missed everybody when they left, but I understood. My body deal. was getting so bad. Yeah. That well, I needed three grand a week. I mean, come on. I was like, "What? Am I even going to think about this?" Mm-hmm. I did think about it. And you said yes right away. You didn't yeah. have to think more than a minute. It's like, sure, Pretty what much. do I sign? Yeah. I hear you. All right, so school. So 99-2000, you want to open this yeah. wrestling school. And uh, is it Long Island? Yes. Okay. And who did you uh, pair up with for this? Uh, Paul Loria, mm-hmm. Mike Norman to start. Okay. And then there were some personal issues. So I stopped that around 2001, 2002. And then started up with NYWC in 2003. And it's been with them oh, since. So two schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And and who came through your uh, training facility that we would know? Jay Lethal, um, the old SATs, mm-hmm. Amazing Red, mm. uh, Kurt Hawkins, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder, Tremperetta. That's awesome. You have a lot Ryan of... Storm, uh... he's in Japan. That Trinity bitch. Wow. Her. Okay. Who else? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, uh, it's a lot uh, of success. Alex Reynolds, Tony Nice, Stockade. So a bunch of people. Yeah. Who a lot of them got signed and went on to. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, career. guys. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I know um, Kurt and Zach always put you over. So mm-hmm. a, a yeah. lot of people, you know, still remember what you did for them. Not not everyone, but it's nice at, at, at this point. It is yeah, the, right. the ones that the ones that are are important. Remember. The ones that count are the ones that are still around. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, yeah. So you you stopped with the school just because it's just too much. There's just way too much. Your body, my body. I, I <laughs> it got to the point where I couldn't really. I could teach some chain. I could teach some basic day t- takedowns. And I could show my hip toss maybe once. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, okay, well, now I hope you got that because I have to have somebody else. So I'd have to have somebody more advanced come in and help show the demonstrating of the physical stuff. And it just got really frustrating. So I said, this is just not working out. Do you think it's because of the way, uh, I guess, the evolution of wrestling, you know, it's changed so much since, you know, 20, 30 years ago when we were just starting out and doing it. And now it's just like, I, I see these clips uh, on Twitter, because I don't really follow it anymore. Like, I don't yeah, watch. Me neither. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep up. Like, but I'll see stuff on Twitter that I'll click in maybe a three or four minute segment or whatever. And these kids, it's just, they're, they're so talented. But it's just like, they're just flipping all over the place. And I'm thinking to myself, where, you know, where are the storylines? Does this make sense? Or is it just a spot show? Like, do you feel like nowadays, everybody just... I mean, I know back then people wanted to get their stuff in too, but do you think it's just like trying to outdo each other with these crazy spots? And the, uh, the issue is that I've noticed is there's nobody teaching these kids. You know, we, we would get taught, right? And then, okay, then you start working the loop. The You know, you go on, we go on road trips. I'd be riding with Taz and Paulie and Draper, right? Yeah, I'd yeah. Be with, I'd be riding with Taz and, and Perry and Bubba and Kronos. 
So it, we had people to talk to, and we were learning from these older people. You know, we sit after a show and go hang out for hours at the bar with Terry Funk. Right. You know, Kevin Sullivan. The kids today, they're not getting that. They're seeing these people at a show, and then that's it. They disperse, and then they go to the next show. So they're not getting this mentorship from the top to teach these kids the nuances. The physical stuff they're doing is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then nobody's teaching them how to kind of take some of the old stuff and mix it with the new stuff. It's just all kind of new stuff or just kind of what they think they should be doing. Right, right. And it's just it's just different. And it's not the kids' fault that they don't have mm -hmm. these places to go. You know, unless you're working for WWE or uh, AEW now, where they got Jericho and Dustin and them in there, right? And Billy Gunn, Jerry's in there. Yes. You know, yes, but actually, right. it's going to take time for them to kind of groom these kids and kind of teach them. Yeah. So, so they'll be okay. But is everybody else doing just this random stuff that they're getting just appearances here and there, and top guys or veterans are are in for, you know, one match one night. And a lot of times they just leave. Like when I go, I don't have time to sit and hang out. Right. You know, I don't go back to the bar. You know, I usually I'm driving home. Yeah, I understand so it's, that. It's different. And the kids just don't have a place to learn. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I know a lot of people might not know this, but you were like the head honcho of our ring crew. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so you came out of, uh, of the school where you... Um, you were you were trained prior though, right? Well, I was, taught, I was taught to work the left and say hello to people in the locker room. Okay, so and that you, was so it was an it. on the job type thing. Okay, so but you went with like the Chris Chetties and the Road Kills and all those guys. You were there. I helped train them. Yeah. yeah, you were there for that, and then you kind of handled the ring truck. Yeah. And had to break the ring. Yeah. Mikey was like, Mikey did it all. Like I used to, I used to feel so bad because he was always so tired. The, the thing, like, the thing, even before that, when we were using Sunny Blaze's ring, when I literally first started, uh -huh. the ring was in somebody's, in the basement of the supermarket in Lindenhurst, which is a town in Long Island. <laughs> and we'd have to go pick up the rental truck the night before. And then at like three in the morning, I would take the train into Lindenhurst and then go lift this, this 20 by 20 ring out of the basement and then up through the store and everything else, load it into the truck, drive to the building, put the ring up. And the drive would be like four or five hours, depending. Yeah. On, you know, in a red truck, going to Jim Thorpe or, or out to wherever the hell it was, was, you know, 55 the whole way like this. Brutal. Yeah. 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 So the time to do that, put the ring up. Test the ring, do a couple spots in there just to make sure the ring was good, which is how I got noticed by Joey Styles and Paulie in the first place. But just doing that and then taking a break. And then when I started actually working, I was doing the Mikey thing and I was doing a Young Dragon thing. So I was working sometimes six nights, six times a night. So three as myself and the three as a dragon under a hood. And then when the show was over, wait till everybody was gone, take the ring down, drive it back to New York, back to the Lindenhurst, back into the basement. Good and then return the truck. So I was looking at like, you know, 30 hours with no sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because I would get there. You'd already be there. Everybody's putting the ring up. Then you're you're in there going over spots. Then, you yeah. know, we have to get in the back. We have to work. Yep. Then you're breaking the ring down. Then I see you in the ring truck. And I'm just like, good Lord. Like, these guys, they're killing me. Like, I, I always, I mean, I know 
you know, I never had to do that hard labor, but I always felt bad for you and the boys because I was just like, damn, that's so unfair. <laughs> the only one who never bitched about anything was Spike. He just gave zero fucks all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. I said, you're why right. can't I do that? Because and, and he would say, he goes, he goes, Taz and Perry make you be mean. That's why. Oh. I had to be such a fucking hard, and you know me, I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, but you you were fun. Like, I hung out with you a bunch of times. And I'll tell you what, you're the first guy. I tell you this story all the time. Remember the one time we took a road trip? And I don't think it was for EC. Was it for ECW? I don't remember. But you, me, and some guy, you picked me up at my sister's house. And we took a road trip somewhere, the three of us. And that's the first time I ever listened to Ozzy Osbourne. And, and you've been you. blessed ever since. And I, <laughs> and I fell in love with it. Yeah. It was yeah, Black Sabbath. We we were listening to it the whole way, and right. I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to this crap. And then by the end of the trip, I was like, I love this guy. It was so awesome. Yeah. Um, so every time I hear Ozzy, I think of you. But um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you were. I mean, you be, besides all the bullshit, you were. We hung out like you know. I, you were, Taz and Perry when I was in school, they used to make me mis like literally miserable. Not mis Not I wasn't really miserable. Sometimes you are. Brother. Because you were tired. You need to be on these motherfuckers. You need to get these green kids. You need to get a fucking... To show them how it is and put them in their place and make you fucking miserable. Like, okay. So I'd fucking make people miserable. It was fucking... I hated it. I know. I think mm. Danny hates me to this day because of the way I fucking had to treat him on recruit. I don't think anybody hates you. I think, I think it was just part of the deal. No, people knew. You had to get it from somewhere. Because you know me, you know me. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm just like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like we hung out so many times. Mikey saved me from I think alcohol poisoning one night. Oh my god. And I remember now that you you refresh my memory. I I I remember. I don't remember where we were, but apparently we were at a bar, somewhere. Where were we? It was in Philly somewhere. And was it Legends? It might at the been, Holiday Inn. It might have been. Ugh. I drank I, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't, but you know, I wasn't real. I wasn't a partier. Like I no, wasn't in no. that category, but this one night, I don't know what I drank. I, we must've been doing shots or something, but I got really, really drunk. Was it, was it before the pay-per-view? Oh, good Lord. Was it? That's not good. I, I think it was right. Uh, then I was nervous. That's probably why I did it. I don't know. It was, it was around that time though. Well, I just know, because I didn't remember this, and then Mikey's like, remember that time I held your hair? And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. I was like, I mean, we can go into detail, but I don't think we need to. How did you end up taking care of me? Nobody else wanted to. I was the least drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember. I I, I, I remember you. Now I re you refreshed my memory, but I don't remember where we were. I don't remember what, what the celebration was. But, do you guys, do you guys um, edit this at all? No. All right. Well, then I won't say. Well, it. yeah, we do, we do, but it's we try not to because it's extra work. Doing it in the middle of the interview would be really, really difficult. <laughs> Text right. me. Text we'll, me what you want to tell me because we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we when we're done. Okay. We'll, we'll come back circle around. But yeah, I uh, oh. got Franny back to the hotel and she's still yeah. alive. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. He well, he helped me. I threw up a lot. I know that. So um, Shane thank was you. nervous. Shane was nervous. He was really? nervous for me. Yeah, he's. I don't even please. remember him being there. See, this is yeah. that. 
Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, we'll have to talk again because I you didn't go into detail the last time, but I thought about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember getting sick. And I remember just saying, thank you, Mikey. Thank you, Mikey. Just <laughs> <laughs> put me in bed. Thank you, Mikey. You know, so yeah. thank you, Mikey. Appreciate that. Everybody See, has their little I'm not thing. really an asshole. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you were you were always a friend of mine. So I don't I don't yeah. know why. People get these bum raps. All the, I think the ECW crew just gets a bad rap all the time. We get like, the best rap and the worst rap. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what we were talking about. I said um, about the Patreon. I was like, I thought we were over. And Mikey's like, maybe we're not. <laughs> like, well, no, sometimes I, I, we are. There's no maybe, in my opinion. We're just, we just, we're, not? Just, we're not? We're done? done. No. Oh, really? I like, don't know. Not, all right, let me put it this way. We're over enough that people like to talk to us. We're not over enough to go beyond that point. Hmm. Well, I disagree. So all the people who are booking me, don't worry. I will draw you money. Nobody books me. <laughs> That's because you have this attitude. You That's have right. to think you're a winner. If you think you're a loser, you're not going to draw. It's my theme song for years. It's just I know. I'm trying to switch that around. I'm trying to be your motivation. Um, well, are you with me in March? Are you booked for Bobby Fulton? No. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, we're going to have to get you on some stuff because I like to have all my friends there. I, um, I think WrestleMania is the next thing I'm doing. So WrestleCon. I think so. Okay, good. Well, I will see you there. Yeah. And um, do you, would you like to um, tell us briefly about your um, your podcast and where people can find you? Um, well, I, I kind of have to. I hate doing yeah, it. I'm the I worst would, at self-promotion ever. Okay, but you have yeah. Let's put let's, let's yeah. Try. So it's called Front Row Material. Okay. Why we have that name, I don't know. We'd have to ask Jerry because he's the one that came up with it. Did he? Okay, yeah. good to know. All right. But yeah, it's uh, our host Mike Freeland. Okay. And Jerry Lynn and myself, and it's kind of just like this. We just shoot the shit. We get very not suitable for work, and oh, usually goes good. in my mouth. Okay. It gets me in trouble. Dropping a lot of f bombs. Uh, f bombs. Hmm. You well, name it. You're letting uh, loose. This is I'm where you can loose. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's just a good time. It's just really just 45 minutes to an hour of us every week, just shooting the shit, talking about the old days, talking about some of the new stuff, cookies and family and Christmas trees and fucking Christmas music at work and all that bullshit. It's the best. See, that's yeah. what I like. I like, I don't want to do a review. I don't want to sit here and go on raw, blah, blah, blah. I want to talk about everyday life. I want to talk. That's where we started uh-huh. I said, oh, it'll be because no ECW doesn't have a podcast. There's no ECW on either. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So they want us to go long form. Like, okay, this 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 week we're going to talk about November to remember 97 and mm-hmm. go through every, like, first of I all, my, my, my ADHD will kick in and I'll be checked out half, halfway through the conversation. Do you remember a lot of things? Because I don't. I'm oh, oh, good. I'm I not remember, the only one. I remember like things, and then what happens all the time is we'll talk about something, we'll finish up an episode, and I'll be driving to work, and I go, "Oh fuck, this happened too." Yes, really <laughs> funny. I I'll always te- missing. I text Chad all the time, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot to say this about that." He's like, "Don't worry about it." I'm like, "Oh shit, I missed the best part of the story." I was yeah. we should we should we should record the episode, and then two days later record it again. <laughs> so I can take notes of all the funny things I thought of, or it's a lot of work. Dress rehearsals. There you go. Yeah, it's a lot. Hey, of Mikey, work. before you go, I want to say one thing. Do you remember in Richmond two years ago, down at uh, our two-man power trip convention, the beer we had with Eric Bischoff the night before? 
you remember the... Uh... He was drinking Coors Lights, and I was drinking vodka tonic. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> see? But it was funny, like... I don't know. It was uh, it was not awkward, but he was just it was a little weird. I think the mix of the four of us at that point it was a, uh, <laughs> it was just a funny little uh, thing because I don't know if you had seen him since you left WCW, so no. it was kind of like the first time. Uh, like it was like okay, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, but it, was fun. Was off. It, it started off a little like, the fuck am I gonna say this guy? Like you know, uh, a fan sees Eric Bischoff and they're gonna have a million fucking questions for him. Right? How was it working with Hogan? How was this? How was it? You know what I mean? I'm seeing him as, as my old boss, and I'm like, dude, you didn't do shit with me. Yeah, <laughs> why did you push me? Damn it. You know? Yeah. Uh, and like, talking with him, and talking with him since. At that time, when I came in, that place was a fucking giant shit show. You can kind of see the cracks forming on the outside. You know, how kind of the creative was getting shitty. But once you were inside... Like, there's shit he was telling me that even I didn't know, like, about all this shit with the merger, with Time Warner and ALW, and this, and, and it was a fucking mess. So, honestly, he had, I don't think he knew I was even there. Oh, jeez. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. But, like I said, but in, on his podcast since, like, he watched, they did a, a watch along with, like, Uncensored when I worked with Kidman that one time, and everything else. And he has said, he goes, we really dropped the ball with Mikey. We should have. That's nice. Yeah, that, it ended up being fun. Good. It ended up being a nice little conversation, but it was uh, it was kind of funny. And then you guys orchestrated a little a little Twitter spat that uh, was his insistence, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh. It, it was one of those. I ha- I knew what happened to me when I was in WCW, or, or what didn't happen. And he kind of really didn't know either. But it was good picking his brain and getting his take on what was going on at that time. To kind of help put things into, into perspective as why things were so fucked up. Wow. And there you go. As opposed to just what you hear from the internet. Right. Meltzer said this or Wade Oh, Cowley. we don't listen to Meltzer yeah, on right. this. But, <laughs> but, but, but that's oh. the narrative. That's where everybody gets their narrative from. So it almost seems like what those people say is the gospel, whether it's right or not. Yeah. You know, Sick. so. Oh, Meltzer used to call you fucking stick girl. Called me the little green Mexican. Oh, yeah, I hate him. I hate, and I don't hate many people, man. I, I, oh, that's a whole nother show. I could go off for an hour on that, but I won't because, you know. Patreon extra. I'm better than, yeah, we'll do that on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, all right, so no appearances until Mania. Uh, WrestleCon will be your big, uh, your big comeback. So well, I'm, can... I'm doing that show for Excite Wrestling in. Oh, Vegas. that's right. When is that? Uh, February 1st. Okay. And uh, so when I'm done with this, I have to get my fat ass on the treadmill. Okay. So I may well, not look aesthetically pleasing, but cardio-wise, I'll be good to go. Wear a t-shirt. You'll be fine. Always did? Yeah, that's fine. I have to wear two. <laughs> that's all right. I think you look great. And I love seeing you at shows. It's it's so comforting for me to see you guys. Is uh, it? it is. I feel safe when I see you guys. I hate going somewhere where I don't know a soul. Like so it's the worst. So if I know that you guys are going to be there, I just feel calm. So, um, yeah, we always got to try and get booked together if we can. We'll make that happen. I just, but, I just like staying home. Just... I like staying home too, but nobody's paying me to stay home. So I have to get my ass in gear and get out there. <laughs> yeah. I get that too. <laughs> that's what, that's how it is. But, um, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Good luck okay. with your cookies. If anybody Thanks. wants to buy cookies, what is your Twitter handle? Um, at Mikey Whipwreck and the underlined thing. Underscore. Okay. Someone else took Mikey Whipwreck. I guess there's another one. Is that you or me? 
That's, that's me. me. That's me. No, that's me. You need to be quiet. Um, all right, go to him on Twitter if you're interested. I can't turn this off. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Twitter, and then do you have Instagram or? I think I do, but I don't use it. Yeah, me neither. I hate it. Okay, it's too, it's too much work. Like I it just is. like this. Even Jerry pictures. says pictures. This is like a pictures. job. It is a job. Is. You. This is your 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 brand. This is this well, is my what they call is your fun. brand. <laughs> oh my god all right if i can help you in any way and she dropped off well she and said it's just me and mikey now that's the end well <laughs> folks the show can start now <laughs> so mikey here's our grand plan we're revealing this brand new podcast we got me and mikey whipwreck but mikey now i'm gonna take over for francine and she was gonna get rid of you so uh, i know was... i could i know when they're getting rid of me I'm like, okay well it we was not 30 minutes it was now. nice having you on it was great to uh to talk to you again uh you know all the best and uh, good luck there on the first of february Thanks. All right. Now, Mikey Whipwreck has left the airwaves. We are back here on Eyes Up Here. I will do more of the official intro since Mikey did such a great job of welcoming <laughs> us in. But, of course, you're listening to Eyes Up Here. And we're uh, me and Francine are uh, post-Mikey on this episode. Always fun to talk to Mikey. He is hilarious. Um, I love how you guys couldn't – like he, he never sticks to one thing, and it can go off in a million different directions, and that's my favorite thing about him. But what a yeah. fun interview. And I try to steer him back to where I wanted him to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I love Mikey. He's a great friend and a great talent, and um, you know, he's he's got a lot to offer. Um, and he's a good person. I like good people. He is. No, so he I, he really is. We uh we interviewed him when he first decided to kind of like get back into doing appearances, um, about four years ago. He had left doing everything he was he yeah. went from doing the school and he disappeared a little bit mm -hmm. and we kind of we got him back we did a long form interview with him it was great he's hilarious you know it was like uh you know just classic classic mikey but uh just i, I love the fact that we connected everybody on this show so it's yeah. uh, it's very cool but how are you doing well um i'm okay uh, i saw my doctor this week he seems to think that I am looking a lot better than the first two times. And he feels that w the pain that I am feeling is the mesh. And mm, okay. it's just very tight because instead of feeling like the stitches are popping, this time it feels like a rubber band. I don't know if I said this last week, but it feels like a rubber band when you can't pull it anymore. There's no, right. more, resi no more resistance to yeah. the rubber band. Right. That's what my stomach feels like. So it's still painful to cough or sneeze, getting in and out of bed. It just feels okay. like it's pulling all the time. Right. Um, this mesh could last six months. It could last 10 years. It's all depending on the way my body works. So in his opinion, he doesn't think I should be working out more than cardio. Mm. Because if I start doing like crunches or anything with my core, there's a chance it could rip. Yeah, I would absolutely think that. Yeah, so I have to be very careful as to what I do. Picking up, you know, heavy objects is a problem. Um, stuff like that. So, I, you know, he wants to see me again in three months. Um, I went to high school with him, so we have each other's number. I can always call him if I need to um, right. earlier than that. But he seems to be positive. Um, it's still painful for me, but I'm trying to think positive about it. So maybe it'll ease up, you know, within the next weeks or months or whatever it is. Um, but my daughter, ugh, my daughter was diagnosed with scoliosis. Now, so, yeah, I remember you telling me that a few yeah, weeks back. Yeah. Well, we just went, uh, we started uh, December, we started taking her right. to the specialist 
and we had hit our deductible last year. Oh, uh, so you had to wait. But no, no. Uh, we took her this week to get fitted for the last time because she has to wear a brace now. Oh boy! And they build us now instead of building us in December. So oh, okay. It's twenty five hundred dollars out of pocket for this brace that she has to wear. And I mean, the money, okay, we have to pay it, but the poor kid, she has to wear it 20 hours a day. Oof. And it's, it's hard. It's Even a very... when she sleeps too? Yes. Oh boy, that's terrible. Yes. And poor so thing. the doctor, he told us like to start her off at nighttime and make her wear it. And then uh, during the day, like right now, she just needs to get used to it at night. And right. then when we go to Disney, uh, he said, don't let her wear it in Disney. When you come back from Disney, she has to wear it as as long as possible. So between 16, oh, wow. they, they prefer 20 hours. Oh, and night, you know, nighttime is part of it. So the last two nights she wore it, but she cries. It, it's like, it, it breaks my heart because you have to tighten it to a certain point. It's so uncomfortable. You can tell she's walking like, you know, it's so uncomfortable. It's so stiff. There's no give to it yet. Right. And, uh, you know, everybody keeps telling me, oh, kids are resilient. She'll get used to it. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's hard to watch your your little one in pain. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, you're a dad. It's oh, like if, went if, through if it when my, when my daughter uh, fractured her, her right. finger, the tip of her finger to right. see the pain she was in. It was uh, excruciating for me just to watch her. Yeah, like if I can wear it, for, I tell her, if I could wear it for you, I would. Like, uh, this is the only thing. If you want to have surgery, you know, we're trying to prevent surgery. It's supposed to help you. And she understands, but I mean, it's it's brutal. So I have to give her, like the last couple of nights, I've given her one milligram of melatonin oh, to boy. make her so drowsy that she yeah. sleeps, which is safe. You right. know, the doctor said it's completely safe, but God, it's like, what? I, I don't know. That's so we've sad. been... Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. And and it depends. Like, she has to get checked every, I think, three months or three to six months to see if the spine is, you know, the curve is going down because of the brace. So, right. I mean, it could it could be a miracle. It could be six months. It could be three years. It could be five years. I don't know how long she has to wear this thing. But, um, yeah, it's it's it sucks. It's just like, give my family a break already, you know? I'm always Debbie Downer. I never have a good story. I just want to. I just want to log on one day and be like, everything is great. How about you should scratch lottery tickets live on the air and see uh, see, see if you get a, a hit. Well, <laughs> after I pay off the twenty five hundred dollar bill, maybe I'll go buy some. But yeah. uh, right, you know, right now it's uh, yeah, it's always something. But um, you don't want to see your kids suffer. It just no. really sucks, and um, you know, so that that's what we're dealing with now. But uh, you know, it could be worse. So we, we count our blessings and we try to be positive yeah. <laughs> if we can. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on in this house. So get ready for Disney still. Excited about that. And um, got a lot of packing to do coming up. But happy it's coming. Been waiting all year. So. Got all your shirts ready, all your uh, your coordinated I, I uh, attire. Everything. You got everything all set. I got set. everything. Yes. <laughs> Everything's happening. Um I had a couple stories here. Um, what do we have? What do we have? Twenty minutes? We might as well just get into yeah, Disney. Get, in, get into it. There you go. Okay. Uh, I had a I had a story 
I'll, I'll save this story for next week. It'll still be valid. Um, so the first thing about uh, Disney was there was an attempted suicide. Did you hear about this? I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who didn't, on December 30th at around 7 o'clock, there was a 56-year-old woman who got on um, the seven, uh, the, a ferry boat uh, in the Seven Seas Lagoon area, and she was headed towards Magic Kingdom, and she was with a group. So she was with people. I don't know if it was family members or friends. She wasn't alone. Um, then uh, she goes up to the second floor of the ferry boat, and she jumped into the lagoon from the top deck. Uh, rescue squad came. They took her to the hospital for treatment and evaluations. Uh, the Orlando County Sheriff's Office is calling in an attempted suicide. Uh, there's been no comment as of right now from the woman or any of the people that were with her. Um, Happiest place on earth, they say. <laughs> that is disturbing in so many ways. Yeah. You know, it... it it makes you well first of all there's there has to be something wrong with this woman let's face it like nobody just plans to kill themselves at disney world there's something going on mentally with her um but can you imagine like you have your kids on the boat and you see somebody like hurling themselves off of the top deck like how do you how do you explain this to your children you know, like you go, Disney's supposed to be look, a kids tink place. You go, look, kids, Tinkerbell. And then they go, what? And then you go, whoa, okay. <laughs> well, th th this is this is one of the same things, like, and, and I I said we were going to watch. Did you watch the video, the, the yeah, other thing? I watched it again, okay, yeah. Okay, so we don't have to watch it right now. Um, this happened about four months ago at Disneyland. This, this is kind of on the same genre. Like, uh, the family members that were fighting in Toontown. This, oh, they were having a Pier 6, is what we like to call it. <laughs> this, I've watched this clip probably four or five times, trying to make light of it, trying to figure out what these people were thinking. Um, and, and I'm sure most of you have heard about it. It was They were a family uh, in front of Toontown, which is... You know, where they have the houses for Mickey and Minnie and Donald. It's it's the <laughs> child's area, basically. A lot of kids, little babies, kids are there. Carriages but, and everything walking around so around them. They start fighting. And they it, it broke my heart. It, I think one of the first or second time, it, it, it made me tear up because they literally grabbed the carriage and, and just pushed the stroller out of the way into strangers. Yeah right nobody's with the baby there's a little one that looks about two years old who is just standing there watching everything yeah he's just kind of walking in circles he's just standing there and the man the men fight one of the men turn around punch the woman the other guy turns around open-handedly the the pie face turns into a slap which turns into a punch <laughs> They're beating up women in Toontown in front of all these children. There's, There's a lady on a motorized wheelchair. Well, going. she's the mother. <laughs> yeah. So the mother gets up out of the out of the scooter and goes to like her daughter or whatever. But then the girls start fighting, and once the one girl throws a punch, the mother faints and falls, and she's laying on the ground. The obscenities are being thrown around like the f word is just every five seconds you know and the guy just kept saying i'm going to jail tonight i'm going <laughs> to jail tonight and i'm like uh, i would hope you do because 
disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, I do pulling not hair, play. Everything. Oh yeah, pulling hair. I mean, and the one girl's like, "I was trying to help you," and he turned around, and just pu- he beat the shit out of this girl. The, one, the girl the got up. Well, how about the Deke? The one guy, he he looks like he's squaring off with yes. the dude. And, and he turns and hits the girl. He just deeks and he hits the girl. And you're like, what? Like, where I did know. that come from? I know. Listen, I, we pay thousands and thousands of dollars for a vacation. Most of us have children there. Am I paying all of this money to see this behavior in a Disney park? There was, How long did it take? It, I think it took about three oh, or four was, minutes yeah. before security even I don't know over. how and how – that was the thing that I – from the first viewing I had when this first came out a few months ago, that was the first thing I thought of is like how is there not like the swarm factor that – you're in a place like Disney World where, you know, there's guys who are inconspicuously dressed, like security, walking mm-hmm. around just making sure everybody's safe. Where is that? Like, where where was the security in this I thing think they were to let it go? I think, think they so? were, I think they were timid about – because they were, they were crazy. This, this, was, this was a Jerry Springer episode. Like, this – to me, this looked scripted. Like, how did this even yeah. – I know it wasn't, but – I was in awe. Like I, I had to watch it like five times. I yeah. was literally like, "How is this happening in Disneyland yeah. in Toontown?" Like, and what were they even fighting over? We don't even know what they were oh, fighting God over. Knows. Um, I don't even know if they pressed charges afterwards. I think like they all kind of like walked away after it, and I was just like, "They're not getting kicked out of the park." Like, what is happening? It it was just such a disgusting yeah. scene. Um, my heart broke for those children. How are they being raised? Yeah. You know, oh, I mean? yeah, because like, you know that's not the first time. <laughs> good Lord. I just, and we never talked about it. And when I, when I was, I, you know, every week I do research to see like what's new in Disney. So when I uh, was looking up the suicide attempt, that video popped up and I was like, I don't think we ever talked about this on, no. on our podcast. So that's why I'm bringing it up, even though it's, a, it's an old, um, old video but i've never ever i mean the attempted suicide is awful but i have never in my life seen anything like this family fiasco (laughs) that was bad i mean you that's there's so many elements to it because it is you know it's male on female violence it's the language it's you know it's the, pushing your the, child the, out yeah, of the way it's the to children the child up, abuse or... it's like it's oh. elderly abuse i mean it covers like five <laughs> different like parameters of like crossing the line um but just you know it shouldn't have gone on as long as it did there should have been a swarm of of security because you know if you by accident spit at disney world you get somebody to jump on you cleaning it up and yeah pushing your way so i don't know where that maybe disneyland's a little more lax uh, who knows well, the, California attitude. Yeah. The thing that um, I found amazing, too, is, you know, a crowd's going to form, of course, because people want to see what's going on. Yeah. But what are um, they doing? <laughs> well, there, they, a couple people did jump in like bystanders. And I saw one lady grab one of the children and bring him to the yeah. side because he was just the poor kid was just standing there like deer in the headlights. What do I do? Um, I know if if. I was there alone or uh, with adults. I would have stood and watched because, you know, 
it's, it's craziness. You, you want to uh -huh. watch. But if I had my kids with me, I would have grabbed their hands and got them out of there. There were so many people who were watching that had children. And yeah. I'm just like, get your kids away from this situation. Like, why yeah. are you letting people, young people watch this nonsense? I, I, I don't know. They're, I, sitting, they're going like this. They're going, world star, world yeah. star. <laughs> well, there, there were a, many, a million videos. Oh, posted. yeah, absolutely. You got all and, different angles. It's like a yes. professional movie set. <laughs> well, there are also a lot of celebrities who have podcasts. I've watched their takes on it, and they kind of made it into a comedy thing. Like they would, you know, start and stop and give their two cents. Comedians were, were putting in their zing, you know, one liners and, um, and, you know, while watching that stuff is funny, in reality, it's just a sad, sad day yeah, when this sad. has to happen. So um, I'm hoping for uh, no fights and just peace and love and, and good times when we're there. But um, I guess you never know <laughs> what could happen <laughs> anywhere in the world. I mean, but who would have thought Toontown? Toontown. But, but again, you know, maybe Disneyland, a little more relaxed. You've been there. I haven't. Tell me. I, I never saw anything like that at a Disney I know park. nothing like that, but I mean, yeah. for it to be that more of a, like, nobody, I just, the security thing is baffling. Yeah, for real. Now. Every, it's like every month, security should be more, like, enhanced because with every single day, there's new, there's new shit that goes on in, uh, in, in public places. So you'd think security would be even more, like, on point. But, hey, you know, you could take, uh, you can take the animals out of the cages sometimes, but you know, I'll it's just leave crazy. it at that. Yeah, but I think the last four stories I've had were like awful stories, like getting peed on. There was a child molester in the store, and attempted suicide, and now the the Disneyland. Fight. Yeah, that's like, four. That's it's all awful. <laughs> like, I want a good, I want a happy story, you know. But um. Man, uh, at least at least there's content to talk about. But I I would rather it be uh, sunshine and rainbows and not this crap. Yeah. So anyway, I just uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's on YouTube. Um, you can Google family fights at Disneyland. I think. That's... Yeah, there's many different titles for it. I mean, yeah, family <laughs> yeah. fight at Disneyland, family arrested in Disney brawl, viral video shows fight at. Di I mean, like mom's fighting at Disney. I mean, like it's Ugh. it is. It, it runs the gamut. It's, it's very, uh, it, it's very, you know, look, when it happens to somebody else, it's entertaining. So I'm not going to deny. I mean, I got a couple of like first initial little gasps, but then a couple little chuckles. And I did too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, but when you focus on the kids, that's what breaks yes, your heart. Yes, get them out of the way. But then oh like, my. I'm telling you, watch for the deke. He's going like he's squaring off with the guy, like seriously, like boxing style. And then just randomly, like the no look, like boom, the other way towards the woman, which is terrible, reprehensible. Don't condone it, but no, nonetheless. But, but how but tough were those, both those form. girls? They were. They kept getting up and running they back got into the pile. Up they had a, especially the one, the one girl, she had like a long braids or something. Yeah. He beat the living hell out of her to the point yeah. where three people had to get him off her. And yeah. she got right up. After being knocked out in the face, she fell to the ground and he was yeah. just pummeling. She stood right up. I hey, said, that bitch is tough. Hey, listen, <laughs> I know somebody that took a total elimination and got back up. So, you know. Yeah, well. No matter you know. what. I mean, even if it was in the 90s, you know. Uh, it's, <laughs> back it's, in the 90s, it's still, tough. It still could offend people today, you know. 
Oh, well, I had a, a little, not a spat, but there was a back and forth on Twitter about that. I know, that's why I was like, saying it. Oh, yeah. And to the guy, he first of all, the guy doesn't even follow me. I don't even know why he responded on Twitter, but um, I just Draw. tried to tell him, lighten up, dude. It's part of a storyline. He's like, well, I don't want my kids seeing this. I said, well, then don't show them. My kids don't watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't let my kids see it either. Um, it, it, I don't condone men beating up women in real life. But this is a fantasy world, and it's a live-action theater that we did, and uh, it was good for the storyline, and I okayed it. So, yeah, it's a big deal. Here's what it is. It's a part of this new generation of wrestling fan that comes into it thinking that wrestling, A, is real, B, is in line with all the social parameters of the day, and, and see that it's not... Go watch a movie. If a woman gets shot by a man in a movie... That's man-on-woman violence, so are we going to cut that out of a movie? You know? It, yeah. it's, it, it's it's insane, and that guy had, like, legit, like, it was a troll. who yeah, he... <laughs> he had no argument whatsoever. He was shot down immediately by not – I mean, what you said was great. What you said back was perfect, but then the fans who were coming in saying, like, a lot of them did. <laughs> seriously, like, A, it's, you know, it, it's pro wrestling. Like, relax, yeah. you know? And, and I think that today's fan, there's a very fine line between – how they they interpret what's going on because now it's different you know they they don't right. do that anymore used to be if if you got knocked off the apron there was a like you can't believe it now if you got knocked off the apron you'd lose sponsors you would you'd be picketed you know ECW would have never gone on pay-per-view that's for sure that's crazy well by the end of that conversation the 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 guy actually was like but you did your job great and and kudos to you and I'm just like okay thank you Please. I mean that, then he's just kissing ass and that's again yeah. that's that's today's fan who's on you know no that that's today's fan they just they they save their peace but then they have to save face I mean that, that's yeah. the way it is yeah, you know, I could go on forever. My brother, very tied into the political realm, you know, like he says stuff about people online, like celebrities online tweeting stuff, and he'll refer to them like, "Oh, that that dickhead or that this," and I'd be sitting there and they're like, "Just, just go, <laughs> just go on, tw- just tweet something." You know, you don't have to like call. The- you don't know them. You know what I mean? You, there's a fine line that's blurred these days, and that that's, yeah. But you had a great, uh, great response to it. Uh, you know, that's. It is what it is. Not a, but, you, not everybody loves you, and that's okay. But when when your point is invalid, that's when I have to try and make you understand. Like it it, it was okay. It, it it all worked out in the end. It was fine. But damn, that was, <laughs> was a, okay. that was vicious. That total elimination still to this day. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. just hearing Joey Styles total elimination. Well, that that one clip that was put up on Twitter. If you watch it, Cronus's ass kind of hits me like right here and on my neck like he comes down and my face afterwards is like oh because he was a heavy dude yeah he and a and a big lower half and a big ass and it landed <laughs> right on my face and uh so that that wasn't fun so for everybody who said i sold it great um that was legit. real <laughs> it was legit pain so, I loved that, when, thank you <laughs> i loved when they would just when, when they would like push the person into like into the middle i just i love that when you knew it was coming and they just got in a position oh thing of beauty they yeah, beauty. I, I took it once where I had a, the dog collar around my neck because we did oh, like the dog, after the dog collar match. Yeah, and I remember taking it and the tightness because the chain pulled. Um, you know, I think it was the uh, it was the six man where I pinned Stevie Richards. Yeah, so I still have the dog collar and I take the move, but I just remember it was like somebody pulled. 
I don't know if somebody stepped on it, but I felt like I was being choked before I even like took the move. Oh man. So I took, like, yeah, you can't breathe. And then you're, you're literally just standing there waiting to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, hurry up, get it done. I hated it, but I'm so glad I did it. So that's great. Yeah. Wow. But, um, and that's why that's why you're a legend. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> to some people I am, but I uh, appreciate that. Um, just want to mention, we are going to do the drawing on our Patreon page. Yes. Uh, we're not going to. Yeah. So everybody who's waiting to hear your name, uh, switch on over to the Patreon feed. You can give more information about that. Yes, but we, we have everybody's name ready and we're going to uh, draw the winner. And uh, that person next week or whenever they're available is going to be one of our guest hosts. Yes, and I'm very happy that I did not forget to write down all the names in advance and send them to Francine uh, as requested. I'm glad I didn't forget to do that. I'm glad you didn't Absolutely, uh, 100%, (laughs) because this is the benefit of being a part of the Patreon family, the Patreon crew. I mean, not just, you know, the fact that we give you exclusive content, not just the fact that we give you the show on video, but the connection that you have with Francine is awesome. And, you know, again, peeking in on those, uh, those chats that you have <laughs> with everybody, which I do just in case, just in uh-huh. case I need to interject. I um, it's uh, it's just, it's great. And if you want to subscribe, it's patreon.com slash Francine podcast. Just, join us already like what are you waiting for like, you're missing out on all this great stuff so come fun. on jeez yep. i i don't get it but um you know we're always here for you if you decide to come yeah. on over and join our family so we have a great time doing everything but i guess we'll get into the wrap now um if you want to find out more about not just the patreon but also all the podcasts go to tmptempire.com uh we just launched another show with dr tom pritchard where oh. dr tom is talking about basically the ins and outs you want to get into the business he just opened a wrestling academy in uh in tennessee and he talks about it all on the show and uh it's a great little addition to the uh to the lineup and tmptempire.com for all that and if you want to listen to my baseball podcast it's called diamond conversations it's got a twitter handle at diamond convo a whole uh, 25 people uh following it um which is fine it's fine we'll grow that uh in in time uh, in but time. it's part of the place to be nation and uh every single tuesday but tmptempire.com for all the wrestling stuff franchise dr tom jj francine and the tmpt what a combination that's a stellar lineup right there that's all you need in your life is us right. <laughs> um you can follow me on social media all platforms at ecwd for francine i have twitter instagram which i hate uh facebook <laughs> fan page uh, the YouTube channel's still there. Not really doing much about that. I uh, want to focus on the Patreon. Um, I am going to be vlogging from Disney World. And the only way you could see that is if you're a Patreon member. So please consider joining. Uh, so many tiers available for so many budgets. Give it a look. Um, and that is at uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. And um, no bookings, I think, until um, March now. So uh, if you need anything, please tweet at me and I will be sure to get back to you. And for now, that is a wrap. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.